recording. Start live. Hello and welcome to another episode of Space Time Taco. I am Chris with Nate, who is eating a hot pocket. <laughs> and it's a nerd rope now. Oh, it's a nerd rope hot pocket. Yeah, because there's other things. But... Anybody else here? Dave! I'm eating a cheesesteak. Goddamn, everybody eating. We Kim and I purposely are making dinner after this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kim is not going to join us. I know she had originally said she wanted to join us to cover the uh, our, our very quick and short review of a certain movie that we all three watched. Um, I don't believe Nate watched it. Don't say the movie yet. Just say yes or no, Nate. I, I, hate, I hate watching it. You hate watched it. I hate watched it as well. Um, so yeah. No, I didn't watch it. What's everybody been playing in Wahachin lately? In the last two weeks? I haven't played a lot. I downloaded the update for Modern Warfare for this new season. Mm -hmm. Was it 85 gigs? Like the bugged one? It was still a lot. I think this one was around 60. Um, the newest thing that everyone loves right now is Price was added Captain Price was added as an operator for multiplayer and his uh, execution move where you sneak up behind him and you melee him is pretty sick um, as far as weapons goes they added the vector back to the game that was a popular SMG in Ghost and Black Ops uh, 2 I believe it was in what's um, the magazine size? It's tiny. It's about it's. I think it's thirty round standard, but the rate of fire is so high you will burn through that in about a second and a half. Right, it's like a chainsaw. Grabs yeah, up and then all the, all the bullets are gone. They have a drum mag attachment for that you can use, and they also have like with the um, the Striker forty five, they added a special magazine attachment that lowers the magazine size, but gives you a really fast two shot burst, um, which is useless. Honestly, and I don't know why anybody equips it because it doesn't do nearly enough damage to get kills. Ah. Um, <clears throat> other than that, they've made tweaks here and there. I haven't read the patch notes in full. Um, no word on what's going to be brand new in Warzone. They did add a lot of vehicle camos to this current pa season pass. They also so removed a whole bunch of racists, to. right? Yeah, at least that's what Activision claims to be doing. How they're doing it, though, hasn't really been detailed. Um, I'm fine with some it. Rumors as long, I as, heard long as it involves taking be... money away from Bobby Kotick. <laughs> well, as, as, from what I heard, um, what's going to happen is when a person gets reported, um, their internal server-side software is actually going to run a game capture for like three to four minutes before and after that report and then someone's going to have to sit down and manually review that footage and audio to see, you know, what was said and in what context it was said and so on and so forth. Ooh. That's at least the rumor. Now, every time I hear that they're going to have an in-person review of something, I never believe it because <laughs> Facebook well, said they had just, that and they still rely on bots. YouTube said they had it and they still rely on bots. Facebook and, and other communities have tried this and it's not 100% effective, but it's somewhat effective. Well, problem it's is more like effective Facebook, than using a bot. The problem with, Facebook, with a bot... We, we talked about this. The kind of stuff that they were made to watch and flag and go through was enough to give people you know, legitimate uh, depression and problems. Yeah. 
but even so, it was just, it's a matter of the fact that having a real person there is far better than letting a bot take care of it. Bots can't be subjective at all. They just see a keyword and they go, okay, this deserves a warning or a ban because that's what they're programmed to do. They aren't programmed to take things like context into account. Having a real person is effective. It's, well, it's better quality-wise, but for a company, it hurts them monetarily, which is why they don't like doing it. Just um, filter out double G. Anytime anyone's ever texted <laughs> double G. So, like, legitimate GG banned. <laughs> <laughs> if you were a, a dickhead or if you GG, you gotta go. <laughs> or if you wrote about eggs. Eggs? Eggs? GG detected. Eggs. Chat suspended. Okay. I Don't let Dave write any of your bots. <laughs> Or do. It'd be really entertaining, I think, if somebody was just having, like, a cooking show. A live cooking show. Why am I banned? Why am I banned? I just said, what kind of eggs do you use? (laughs) Like, GG detected. (laughs) Paragraph 2, section 38 of our terms of service. No Uh, double Gs. (laughs) There's only one G. It's the OG. I haven't played much. I haven't time to play much else. Um, I got a call from somebody, and I may be switching jobs very soon. So, Ooh. hopefully, it'll be a better, flexible, and not as whatever job, sleepy job. Wow, disintegration. Sorry. It'll be a much I still job. have the future game show playing in the background. And um, oh, that game. Do you guys remember that game they showed off called Disintegration? Yes. Yeah, uh, it has a June 16th release date. Oh boy, oh boy. Yeah. Not too much important has popped up from that lately. Um, I do have a couple of things from other events that I was going to just talk about real quick after we get to it. Dave, what have you been playing? Um, Well, I was sick for a couple days, and now in the healthcare industry, if you get sick, no matter what, you got to get the you-know-what test. So they forced me to do that. When they did that, they also preferred uh, me for coming into work. They forced me to take time. So I got three days off in a row, waiting one for testing, one for waiting for results, and one to be cleared. Um, and I played a bunch of bad games. Oh, a bunch of bad games. Oh, that's right. You mentioned you're on an achievement hunting streak right now. Yeah, I um In one day, or actually, excuse me, two days, I earned about 12,000 games, and then on the third day, I rested, and I got another, like, 4K. Basically, I'm sitting at 15,000 gamer scores this month. 15,000 GS, but it's all terrible games. So let me run through the list here. Canadian Football 2017. Ooh, everybody loves Canadian Football. <laughs> Energy Cycle Edge, which is just a remake of an old puzzle game with a new console. 3D! Oh, dear God. Uh, Winter's Daydream, which was a Japanese JRR visual uh, novel. I literally just pressed A for a minute while I watched an episode of something on Netflix. <laughs> Thousand points. Must have been a riveting story, but I didn't get to it. <laughs> hold on. Uh, there, hold on a second. Don't go any super further. Weekend hold on a second. There is a visual novel that gives you a thousand gamer score just from going through the storyline. Yeah, and then the options, you can adjust the text sensitivity, so you put it up hyper-fast, 
Oh my fucking god. Still takes 20 minutes. Because here's the thing about putting games on Xbox. Every game that launches on Xbox has to have at least one achievement. And so a game like that where you're not at really least one. playing no, anything. They have to have at least a thousand gamer score. Yeah. Well, yes, a thousand gamer score. Nowadays. So there's if you no have a game like that where nobody's playing it, you give it one achievement and you give it a thousand gamer score and that's it. No, it's like 10 or 11. Like 11 for every chapter, I'm guessing, yeah. Yeah, for completing chapters and for completing the ending. Hmm. Anyway, I played some Galaxy-style... Uh, Galaga-style shooter. Two or three of those. I played this cool puzzle game called Hymno, which actually started off on Steam. Uh, Metal Gal, which is totally a rip-off of Mega Band. <laughs> uh, Boxy Land 1 and 2, which are like phone games that got ported over to Xbox. Uh, Daggerhood Without Escape. Uh, Dream Break, which is actually a, a cool game. Uh, Fractured Minds, which took me five minutes. Um, but I can't really... It's probably one of the worst of the 15. Yeah. But I can't really talk shit about it because it's made by somebody like to bring awareness to mental health issues. Uh, so okay. it's a game in the very loose sense of the word. Uh, and then I played Albert and Otto. Albert and Otto was probably the the hardest game out of all of them. Albert and Otto is like a limbo, arty platformer. Is it Albert and Similous Otto? Albert and Otto, similar to like Inside. Um, you play Albert. He's got a little red stuffed animal named Otto, a little red bunny. Oh um, yeah, I remember seeing this game. And he's he's magic. You also have a gun, which you have to use to shoot birds. Because birds are your enemy. Always. The final boss is this giant uh, like metal dragon. Okay. But, but the, the game is seven chapters. Each one's probably flawlessly, probably about ten minutes. It's not very long. Problem is, there's two achievements in the game that are quite difficult, and they're also weighted the most, 400 points. Ooh. One of them is for beating the second to last level with no deaths, and then the other one's for completing the last level with no deaths. So that took me a while. That was some live diary. But stuff. you did get it. But I did complete it. Okay. Now, so... When you don't... So, okay. Because you compared it to Limbo. Limbo had that you only had a certain amount of deaths. This one, I'm, this game is like set up where the levels are separated where if you die, it restarts you. But if you just back out and restart the level, it starts you back at zero deaths, I'm guessing? No, um... There is an achievement in the game for beating it with less than five deaths as well. Oh. There's a limbo achievement. The problem is, it was glitched, and I died probably 25 times, and I still unlocked it. Weird. Well, no complaints. <laughs> nope. And the game came out quite some time ago, and the achievement has been known to glitch. Yeah. Like, I looked, and there's evidence of it from multiple years ago. Oh, sorry, they're showing off more footage of one of my favorite games that they showed off. But yeah, 90% of what I played was from Radalika, so I gotta give them a shout-out, Radalika Games. Who, if I Thank uh, you if for... I remember correctly, are also known for easy uh, Platinums on PlayStation. Yeah. Here's some of their catalog. Radio Squid. Gun Crazy. 
Guard Duty, Thunderpaw, Duck Souls. Hold on. Oh, I love Duck Souls. Duck Souls is a great game. If I'm remembering correctly, I have played Duck Souls. I have played Duck Souls. It's very short. I beat it in like one sitting. I played Gravity Duck. I played Gravity Duck too. I actually bought Duck Souls based off the fact that I happened to catch Ray uh, Narvaez Jr. playing it on stream. <laughs> I just gotta think. Okay, nothing. Yeah, I played a bunch of terrible games, and then as far as watching stuff, watched some movies, caught up on TV. Nothing world shattering. Staten Island, King of Staten Island's best, definitely the best thing I've uh, recently. cut out there for a sec sorry as it's uh king of staten island is definitely the best thing i've seen recently yeah what are you saying the other movie that we all watched was not up to up to snuff <laughs> yeah that <laughs> was a snuff film oh well so i to be what have i played i mean really I've been going through a couple more indie games or uh little yeah, little indie games on Game Pass, um, on the Xbox side of Game Pass, not the PC side. Um because I've had to keep my Xbox on and updated so Lou and I can play Halo, because we're currently running through Halo on Legendary. And man, Thanks. two things about the original Halo game. Alright, three things. One, music's great. <laughs> Two, that game is is bad. <laughs> and three, we're pretty bad at it. <laughs> that is, I, that's the Pirates of Caribbean, I think. No, that's mm. part of the song. I'm pretty sure you started to go, da 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 I did not. <laughs> but you have heard it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but mostly, I've been actually I've been watching anime again because I can't stop watching anime. Thanks, New Egg. My package. <laughs> Sorry, I got an alert from New Egg saying my package has been delivered. It's already in my house. <laughs> hey, at least it knows that it's been delivered. A lot of the times it doesn't. Or you yep, get the message saying something Amazon was delivered. My package is running late. It's the one part I need. Just give it to me, please. <laughs> How is it still? I, I that's, that's the worst when you buy a PC piece wise because I did that over like the course of three weeks when I bought this, and I'm like, oh, I got the case, oh, I got the motherboard, just need the RAM. <laughs> I technically don't need it. I could just pop the hard drive out of my PC and be good to go, but I want that one because I paid for it. Didn't you pay for the other ones? Kind of. I mean, I bought this whole PC from someone else. Oh, I forgot. You're... Wait. I... The current PC I'm using right now, I bought from someone else. Aren't you? I thought you were building a new computer. I am building a new computer. And what I'm saying is, the hard drive that is in this computer I'm using right now, I could technically just pop it out and use it for the new computer. Oh. But it's a mechanical hard drive. Uh, Whereas I've got assess, an NVMe hard drive for the new computer. Oh, okay. I believe they're pronounced Nibmit. They are not, but nice try. Nibist. Um. <laughs> no, actually, I think I watched. There's a show. 
Project... Nope. Sector 7? Project 7? Something 7? Fuck. Basically, it's a police show, but it's the police that are like, I fucking hate the police. We hate the police. The police are horrible, but we're good. <laughs> and I'm like, alright, this is an interesting anime to watch at this point in time. Um, <laughs> it was okay. It was a pretty short series. Uh, and I've moved on from that, and I'm I'm going back to continuing to watch Black Clover, because Black Clover's great. I don't give a shit what anybody else says. Mm. So the one I thing... I did watch a little bit of anime. A little bit. That you mentioned that. Ooh, yeah. What'd a little you, bit of anime. What you watching? I started watching JoJo. I've never seen it before. I've seen plenty of memes. So, did you start from the beginning? Uh huh. Okay, Where did you start from? No, believe me, there are people that say skip the first season. I will never watch JoJo. I just can't. It's so stupid fun. It's been funny so far. Uh, it's not like good, good. It's it's it's. To me, it's trash anime that I love. I think that's its entire purpose, though, is to be one of those things that's so bad it's good. It's like watching Neo Yokio. No, I will never watch Neo Yokio. <laughs> no, I think JoJo, JoJo is just good, good. I don't think it's bad, it's good. No, it's like somebody was like Dracula. Hilarious. So, how far into it are you? I know, like seven episodes. Oh, okay. Dracula killed, killed his dad. It was me, Dio. Yeah, Dio. It took him like four or five episodes to kill his dad, and then uh, something happened. Oh, they're in college? What? <laughs> no, yeah, they're in college, and then he kills his dad. And I then... love how disjointed this fucking anime is. <laughs> no, it, it's not the anime that's disjointed. It's Dave's <laughs> memory of the anime right now. <laughs> I'm not having a bad day. Fuck. <laughs> oh Maybe don't God. eat brain-altering chemicals. Hey, whoa. This go. is a live stream. We don't talk about personal lives like that. Yeah, stop putting me on blast. Uh, oh, Opposite of blast. Congratulations, actually. What other settings do you have, Dave? You hit off blast. You hit three <laughs> years, right? Three years, what? So yeah, three years sober. <laughs> three years, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is a beer, I swear. <laughs> God damn it! I just want to say congratulations. I know that shit is hard to do. Work so hard for a guy how to decay. God damn it. <laughs> Dave, you do keep cutting out, though. I will say the sound gain, I guess, is making it so you're cut, cutting out more. It could be. Let me pull the dongle. Ooh. Dongle is pull pulled. My dongle. Shit! <laughs> Why'd you say shit? Dave? Did we lose Dave? I think we lost. I think we lost Dave. <laughs> oh my god. You shit and cut out. I hope he's not dead. Okay. Hello. Hey, what's up? You good? Hey, oh uh, yeah, I spilled some Gatorade. I'm alright. Okay. Alright. So all you did was scream shit and then you just cut out. <laughs> yeah, it's because I had to throw my headset off. The oh. Gatorade fast approaching my electronic area, which is quite sensitive to water. <laughs> I hate it when things approach my electronic 
Is that what you call your electronic area? <laughs> My electronic area must remain dry at all times. No lubricant. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Minimal friction. Alright, so Dave, you want to talk real quick? Give a very quick quote-unquote review of a wonderful film we watched on Disney Plus yesterday? Um, I can do that. Alright. Well, after nearly a decade, no? Yeah, probably more than a 20, decade. Uh, I just remembered I was reading this. Almost 20 years almost 20 years of waiting the Artemis Fowl movie finally came out and it was an hour Watch and it, a half it was long watchable <laughs> if you have eyeballs yeah 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 not like in an enjoyable watchability kind of way it's like there's pictures and they're moving on a screen there's also audio <clears throat> it's um it's a I mean so easy way to say it it's a big yikes not 10% on the tomato meter, 21% audience. Oh, it went down. It was 11% last night. Uh, IGN, <laughs> IGN gave it a 4. I looked that up while we were watching it. Um, so to put it into perspective, Artemis Fowl is based off of a book series. And I say it's based off a of book series because there are certain elements in this movie that they decide to play around and bring in um, that don't come in until much later in the series. Right, so uh, they introduce yeah, storylines and ideas of things that happen multiple books down the road in yeah. the first technical story. Um, and they also just do things in the first story that make no sense and aren't connected to nothing at all. Um, yeah, it's it's weird because the the book's like basically about this magic kid, who, uh, well, Einstein smart. Yeah, and. He uh, is a, he actually is like a criminal mastermind turns to crime, and Disney can't really, I guess, frame narratives in a way because of who they are, where like kids can be antagonists, they can be the criminal. So because of that, it's really like boring and bland, and fairies who are technically not really the bad guys are framed as basically the bad guys. Yeah. Well, so. So just just to make sure I'm following here, because I have no investment in this, and I'll probably never watch it. Don't. The Disney essentially Disney-fied their own product. <laughs> well, so that's the thing. It wasn't their product to begin with. Um, no. In 2001, back way back in 2001, when this book came out, there was in the book, it had already been optioned for a film. But um, I don't know. Oh, now I want to see who the original filmmaker was going to be all i know is i'm looking at like the cover images and highlight reels for it and it the kid looks like men in black with a skinny tie here's the thing the kid's performance was actually pretty good um, for what he material, was playing. he played yeah, the this version. i remember seeing trailers for this because i remember seeing this fucking lady what's her name here's another big problem i have with the, the movie fucking green bug suit. still technically quote unquote reviewing it is the movie is almost like 75% ADR. A, because it has a lot of terrible special effects. But B, because there's so much, like, exposition and monologuing. And, like, it's talking, but it's basically narration over moving pictures. It's like a, a, yeah. a Photoshop. Or not Photoshop, PowerPoint. <laughs> yeah, uh, the way that the film is framed is it is being narrated by Josh Gad's character, who plays Mulch Diggums. Mulch Diggums is a dwarf 
that he's a dwarf, um, but he's full size. He's a, a giant dwarf, yeah. so he's regular size. Um, a giant. That is. No okay. Comment. No, no. So here's the <laughs> here's the thing. In the books, in the books, it works fine. It's great because it's framed very differently. You actually get told this, the told story is told in cuts between the characters, so you're not getting one person's perspective explaining the entire story. You are cutting from Artemis to Holly, back to Artemis to Mulch and all that kind of stuff. The other thing the movie does terribly is it gives you that exposition not from like Chris said multiple people but just one. And it's it's Josh Gad the whole time, and he's doing this terrible fucking accent. It's like they ask him like, "Hey, can you do a British or an Irish accent?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, definitely." And then he did not definitely did not he know how to do that. And Kim made the joke. He sounds like gravelly Olaf from Frozen the entire time through. So one, <laughs> you can't take him seriously at all. Um, but I, I will admit, I love Josh Gad. Not so much in this movie, although he did have. I think Dave called out the one actual part that we genuinely laughed at. I can't remember yeah, what it is. It was one actual gag. Uh, so half, three quarters of the way through the film, the fairies have the uh, upper hand, so to speak, or at least they think they do. They send a troll into Artemis's house, and uh, they're about to send it in, and the fairy that Artemis has befriended says, alright, well, we, we can fight it, but I need my gun. And the butler, who has the gun, is, or who the audience was told, and it was previously seen to have the gun, starts looking for it, patting himself down, and then Josh Gad pulls it out of his pocket, stolen it. Because that's to... what dwar- dwarves are. They're, they're treasure hunters. They're, they're thieves. <laughs> um, <laughs> a bit, I was going to say, a big change in the movie uh, the, to the story is the dad is present. Um, in the books, his dad has been gone. They, he, they, presume, they assume that he's dead. Uh, his mother's still alive, and she's just sick. Um, he, Artemis himself, has been he's had a life of crime he's been using his knowledge to steal whatever he needs to try and basically figure out a way to heal his mother um and that's when he tries to look into like the fae and he believes that all these folk tales are real and that they can use their magic to help him and that's why he's a criminal mastermind he starts out in the book as hey boom 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 we already know that this is a smart kid he knows what he's doing as opposed to this movie where he just at one point claims that he's a criminal mastermind and we're like when when <laughs> yeah he, he never did any crime in an hour and a half he never he he, he didn't jaywalk yeah he kidnapped one person that's about it um but no it was it's I try, and I. The worst part is I tried to look at it from the perspective of somebody that had never read the books, and the upside is we had Kim for that. Kim has never read the books. Kim knew nothing about the plot of this series. She, she made it about twenty minutes. She yeah made it about twenty minutes and then started looking at Reddit. I would get I was getting memes sent to my phone while we were watching the movie because it, she had just lost interest that quickly. Yeah, this this movie, if I were to put it on a scale. It's somewhere between live action Last Airbender and Aragorn. I never saw Aragorn. Well, you you didn't miss it. I never even finished those books. Nate, you had it's no de- interest. It's in this definitely movie. not as good as like Percy Jackson. I remember the Aragorn series because my brother was into it when he was a kid, and so he read a lot of the books. I had no interest in it. I don't really read fiction to begin with. Um, Why? Fiction's the best. 
Unless it comes in the form of comic books, and I'll read it all fucking day, but... <laughs> um, <clears throat> you know, like, fiction yeah. novels just don't just don't grasp me the way they do other people. Um, I don't know. From what everything I've read so far while you guys talk, and everything I've heard you say, the reviews I just read on Rotten Tomatoes, the movie appears to be just complete <laughs> hot garbage. It's boring and bland. There's, like, parts of the visual effects are very... Obviously oh, slowed it, down in order to, like, so cover bad. up cover up like artifacts basically it wasn't rendered well James Duty Dench is in this movie Q from fucking Mission Impossible and she's not Q M. and she's in a fucking green bug suit yeah yeah and she's in a bug suit uh, with fucking lollipop guild she also yeah she had the a weird act she was putting on a weird voice as well yep yeah I don't know how they convinced her to do that money the aesthetic <laughs> reminds me of a Wrinkle in Time when they made that film. No, so well, okay, I will. This isn't this unlike. Try, this isn't it, unlike any other young adult movie. It's just so bad. It could have been so much. Well, it's just trying. It's that trying to blend like high <laughs> fantasy and sci-fi together, and it just never looks. So great I will say it. there are two things I want to say. One, the costuming of the 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 leprechaun and everything. I'm actually okay with that. Yes, there were times that it looked kind of funky, but overall, that is how I, I how I imagined it from the books. Um, okay. But also, Ian Colfer, the writer of the the books, actually came out and was happy about a lot of the technology that the the fairies were using was at, was as imagined. Well, as, it, it was one of those things that he this like was in his mind to... what it, he thought it would be like in two thousand one. They have these real futuristic tech kind of things the problem is that as time progressed and now that we're in 2020 a lot of those things that he had just wrote as fiction were now reality so the uh the creators of this movie had to actually update it in a way to make it look more future-y and in sci-fi or whatever so i'm i'm kind of okay with that um i am still laughing <laughs> there's part of me that has I've thought about it a couple of times and I just chuckled at how stupid it is. Um, the whole thing of how Artemis catches the first uh, Holly Short, the main fairy or the main leprechaun officer. And um, he has like a really big drawn out like couple moments books Holly where he's like not sure if he can trust her and like geez. Oh and that yeah even by the end of the first by the end of the first book they are not friends. They are yeah. okay with working with each other to a certain extent, but they are in no way friendly. This movie yeah, ends this, with, like, their best In this movie, friends. he takes his glasses off after, like, ten minutes, right? It's like, hey, you're they, my friend. They, they, he, he takes his glasses off in ten minutes, they fist bump ten minutes later. Yep. Um, but I was going to say, he traps her by... There's this whole ritual that he he looked up, and they have to place an acorn under a, an ancient tree or whatever. And again, it's an old book. Kid's book. Whatever. But the fact that... <laughs> Bless and use the the fact that they were like, "Hey, acorn, let's turn the acorn into this super powerful weapon that is like the main main drive for all of these forces to converge." And I'm like, "This is ridiculous." It's a magic nut. <laughs> it was a magic nut that one. That magic nut, the name of it, the was it oculum or something, oculos doesn't exist it does not exist in the series it's a completely thing a completely made up thing for the movie um but i'm like oh you wanted to take the idea of the acorn 
which it was like a, a ritual for them to recharge their magic. And then was like, oh, well, we can co- keep the acorn, just make it more important. I'm like, N- no, this is stupid. <laughs> but it's the, best review I, the best review I read is after cats, they're going to unname Judy Dench. Unname Judy Dench if she makes another one of these. Oh, no. I still haven't watched cats, and I Un- refuse to. Unnamed. I'll watch it if they put out the butthole edit. The butthole edit. I played it. Oh, that's a game I played. There's a game that there were cats with two buttholes. They had genetically altered cats to have two buttholes. Speaking of cat buttholes, there's a funny scene in King of Staten Island. Oh, God. We. I need to watch that. The, the fact that you you liked it, I'm excited. I read something of that Bill... Is it Bill Burr? Yeah, Bill Burr actually... Almost died? Big time. Almost died. I don't know about that. Yeah, he like almost had a heart attack. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know this... Yeah, Bill Burr almost had a heart attack on King of the King of Staten Island. Whew, yeah, because he goes into a burning building, up the stairs, like up a real like it's a live, not an actor or stunt. It is the actor, it's not a stunt double. It's not a trained professional. It's not a body double. Yo, fuck off, Vulture. I just want to read a goddamn article. It's like subscribe and you can read it. I'm like, no. <laughs> and he goes up to a second story window, flips through the window, and then comes back down with a. Uh, 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 survivor. Oh wow. Yeah, sounds interesting. I mean, I, I plus it's what's his face? It's uh, um, I'm Pete Davidson, and I love Pete Davidson. Yeah, Pete Davidson really. I mean, he shines in this movie because uh, you could tell his influence is, is heavy on it, not just because of the story, but just because of the way that it's shot, the way that the the discussions take place. They feel more genuine and less scripted movie blah 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 yeah it's like you've seen like coming of age tales and those kind of like storylines before but it's shot in such a real genuine way and like he says things that real people would say in conversation it's not this like hollywood like la la land facade over the whole movie it's it's like a real it's just i don't know it's real it's a genuine story and it's based off of something that happened actual life alright well now so t- the fun part where we're gonna go hard on talking about what we know about the Playstation 5 and what's coming to the Playstation 5 we'll get to the console you know fuck it Dave did you finally watch stuff or did you just run through things on your own I watched most of it alright Nate I know you did as well um let's let's first talk about how we feel about the design. <laughs> I will say, I am very excited that they... Technically, they didn't beat Xbox to this, but they did announce their all-digital version of the PlayStation 5 alongside the disc, the disc drive, 4K disc drive included one. <laughs> well, the digital version... I mean, just from an aesthetics viewpoint, it looks better because it doesn't have the disk drive one. Yeah, it, it no longer has, because the way that it flares out on the disk drive one changes the shape and just kind of throws off yeah. the symmetry. And I will say, as, as much as the design was memed and sort of poked at, it happens with every console and every generation. I don't know. This is a big... It. I am. I support the fact that they are avoiding it's just another box. Yeah, and I, I mean, I get, 
I get what they're going for there. They want something that looks attractive on your shelf. They want something that looks attractive, and it can still be put it on its side. It looks like I'm saying a stack I'm not of post-it notes with a fan pointed at it. I'm not <laughs> saying that it looks attractive to everyone. I'm saying that's what they're going for. It's something that looks futuristic and sleek. It's kind of like an uh oh Oreo. Um, it is kind of like an uh oh Oreo, but uh, that's what they're going for. I mean, you got to remember, Sony is a Japanese company. They're going to have a different overall aesthetic appeal or an aesthetic sort of sense than a U.S. company like Microsoft is going to have. Um, for example, in building, when I started building this new PC, I knew what case I wanted. I wanted a case from Corsair. It was their carbide spec delta or something of that nature. Came with three RGB fans in the front tempered glass side panel, all that stuff, which was pretty standard for most cases. But modern cases, like the brand new stuff that's out right now, is very minimalist in its design. It still has maybe a tempered glass side panel, but they're not going for like the edgy aesthetics that were in those old gaming PC cases. Mm -hmm. um, they're just looking for something simple, sleek, that kind of stuff. Xbox went for the most minimalist design they could. I mean, it's just a Literally rectangle. Tower. <laughs> yeah. Um, PS5 want to do something a little bit different, something a little bit more artsy with their console, and they achieve that. Not everyone's going to like it because of that, though. Now, have you? Oh, was the uh, have you seen the size comparisons? I don't think I've seen any real it's, size comparisons. It's, it's a big boy. It's about one third additional in height than the Xbox. Yeah, I was gonna say it is a big boy. <laughs> um, so that and that is one of those things. I I am glad that they put out pictures showing that it can be sat on its side, um, because you know there's. If I got the digital version, I'd be perfectly fine with keeping it vertical. I'm still weird, even though the, it's not a normal disc drive anymore. I still am weird about vertically putting consoles with discs. Discs. Yeah. Um, we still sadly do not have a price point uh, or a release. I mean, we have Holiday 2020. We've known that. Holiday 2020 is for both of them. Um, I do like that they actually showed off basically all the accessories at the same time. So it's like, hey, yes, it's white. Everything's white. Everything's going for this white and black kind of style. I know some people are upset that there isn't an all-black version. I'm sure they will do colors in the future. PlayStation is kind of known for at least with special edition consoles releasing various colors for them. Mm -hmm. um, I know for sure if the market trends are the same as they were before, the controllers will definitely be coming in different colors. Oh, um, yeah. That's what, that's what honestly bothered me the most is having a white controller. Now, I don't know about y'all, but dirty. I sweat profusely. Mm -hmm. And that stuff has my... That alone has a tendency to stain controllers and get a lot of gunk trapped in them. I have to clean my controllers, my mouse, my keyboard frequently. So I'm worried about having a white controller on my console. I will admit, my at least my Xbox controller hasn't gone bad. Uh, but uh, overall, I don't think the design is nearly... It's not like it's atrocious and the worst thing in the world. Well, yeah, it isn't as off-putting as some people suspected it would be. I will I say... I still want the dev kit shell with my pizza heater on top. 
Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's that's what I want the most. You know, oh, yeah. Uh, the one that looks like the Pentagon. Yes, I want I want the one. I mean, it had a little triangle is on top where the exhaust fans come out. You just you know slap a slice of pizza on top of your PS5 and play a game, and you've got food. <laughs> um, I w I will say a lot of the. Uh, discussion I saw online after the console came out, or the reveal, you could very easily see that it was split with all the hate was coming from Xbox fanboys and all the love was coming from diehard PlayStation fanboys. It's like, alright, mm -hmm. you can you can accept that this is, e like, if you aren't a fan of PlayStation, you can still say, oh, it's, a, it's an interesting design. Or if you love PlayStation, you can also, ex you can also be like, okay, it's not the greatest thing. Don't go all in and praise it like it's the next monolith. No, but that, that's the problem with fanboyism in general. I don't know why there's still fanboys of one console or the other, because it just it limits your scope so much. Like, if I mean, you're an yeah, Xbox, I'm fanboy, a Nintendo fanboy. Does that mean that The Last of Us isn't a good game? Does that mean Horizon Zero Dawn isn't a good game all of a sudden? No, those games are amazing. Hmm. So you're just you're shooting yourself in the foot every time you let yourself fall down the rabbit hole of console loyalty. Mm -hmm. All right, now to delve into the wonderful game list. And you know, so I'm not talking because I agree. It's okay. No. You can. Oh, do we want to do games or specs first? Well, Fan specs boy. we've known. Specs aren't new. Uh. I was, we we were given the specs for the system a couple months ago, actually. Oh, I back, guess so. Yeah, back when uh, GDC, I think, was originally supposed to happen. That was when they had that weird live presentation to a not-real audience. Yeah. It was, I, just, I found it strange and interesting that it was going to use an AMD Zen 2 CPU, that's all. Because I think Microsoft is using a proprietary CPU in their machine. Yeah. I just care about the games. I just I just care to see. What, I I want them. I want to see. I want to get my hands on, and then decide whether or not I'm actually going to buy either of them. Um, All right, games time then. So I'm going to run through some the actual start with the PlayStation exclusives. These are the definitely only come into PlayStation as far as we know so far. <laughs> uh, starting off, they, they're kind of in order. I probably not. I know it's definitely in a different order than your list, Nate. Um, the first big game announcement they announced was Spider-Man Miles Morales, which immediately made me want to buy a PlayStation 5. And then more news came out. And then more news came out. And then there was a lot of yelling on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, this is not Spider-Man 2. This is not the sequel to Insomniac's game it is more akin to Uncharted's uh oh I just I've written that side thing game. so many fucking times yeah there is a side game to Uncharted 4 that came out after Uncharted 4 that explores uh other characters you don't uh, you might interact with Drake a little bit but it's basically like alright enough of Drake here's here's these people um and that is basically what Spider-Man Miles Morales is it's about a 10 hour long standalone side game uh now the it's wording interest. What's that? It's still interesting because it's probably the all they were able to scrape together in the time they've had the dev kits. Yeah, and that's one of those things where it, it, 
right before all the PlayStation um, announced their live stream, there were rumors saying that the next Insomniac game is not a, a Spider-Man game, which, as I'll point out a little bit, or I'll just say now, it isn't. It's a new Ratchet and Clank game. They're bringing a new right. Ratchet and Clank game to PlayStation 4. It's a full game. Um, but awesome for someone like me, I love Miles Morales. I am not... Peter Parker's a whiny little bitch. Uh, <laughs> I felt that way for a very long time until recently in the comics where they make him less of a whiny little bitch. Um, I'm glad that there's a dedicated Miles Morales Spider-Man game. So in, in that is where there's a lot of controversy about it. Um, while yes, it is dedicated, it is a 10-hour Miles Morales game, the other side of that coin is it's only a 10-hour Miles Morales game where we had a 60-hour or 30, 30 to 60-hour Peter Parker game. Another 30 mm -hmm. to 60-hour Peter Parker game. Um, I mean, hell, if this was the mid-2000s, we would have had at least two Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse games that probably would have focused on Miles a little bit. <laughs> they would have been horrible, and everybody would have hated them, and they would have been probably THQ. Uh -huh. Well, I think at this point, what Insomniac is doing is to keep Spider-Man fresh in everyone's mind. They have to do the Miles Morales thing, but who knows what they're going to come up with in the future. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is an early to launch title for the PS5. And my hope, as dumb as it sounds, is that Spider-Man, this happens, Spider-Man 2 happens, partway through Spider-Man 2, Peter dies. I mean, it could be. And it could just be even a game where, you know, you honestly just get to play both of them. That'd be like, cool. I, don't, I, I see where that breaks Spider-Man lore in people's heads, but it'd still be a cool game to play. So in the, the games can follow their own story storyline. They already are, because there's a really interesting thing. So in the comics, Ultimate Spider-Man with the Ultimate Spider-Man run of uh, Peter Parker, he's dead. He had died. Miles already had powers. Miles decides to become Spider-Man after he, Peter dies. Uh, well, after Gwen Stacy actually talks to him about Peter. Um, then all this other shit happens. Universes collide. Now Peter and Miles exist in the same universe because Miles' original universe no longer exists. <laughs> in, in the Spider-Man game, um, they already both exist together. We see Miles get bit at the end, I believe. Right, Dave? Did you beat it? Um, I did. Um, yeah, I think there's a... That's like an after credit not... scene, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Post. He's moving to college, or he's... Somebody's moving. Peter's moving away. Fuck, because Aunt May dies. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, lots of bad, Damn. terrible things happen. So that's one video game. big difference in... Well, not a big difference. Aunt May's died before. Um, but the biggest difference is that Peter does not die... Four miles for to continue. Miles Morales to get powers. Another big difference is Jefferson is the one that dies. In the comics, originally, his, uh, Miles's father, or mother dies. Um, Rio, mm -hmm. I think her name was, is, because she's back to life. Back to life. Um, yeah, that when, I remember when I saw the scene of Jefferson dying, I'm like, fuck, that is not how I expected this to go. <laughs> um, again, I never played the Spider-Man games. I watched all of the storyline because I enjoyed that stuff. I don't know. 
I knew I wasn't going to get a PlayStation to just play fucking Spider-Man. Um, next thing announced. I know, we're skipping. Sorry. Uh, the one we knew was coming. Gran Turismo 7. Um, yep. Which, in my opinion, does not look as good as a Forza game. It doesn't, and I really don't know why. It's kind of disappointing. Well, the thing that I saw that made me go scratch my head is like, now we show up some gameplay and then it's the fucking like map where you pick yeah. where you want to go and it just teleports you to the garage just oh good the... teleporting in my car game just to skip all the fucking driving Gran <laughs> Turismo was never about really it was never really about driving your car no, it's real simulation racing it's about driving your car on a track and so that hub world has kind of been a th- staple of Gran Turismo games all the way back since like Gran Turismo 2 when I was playing it on my PlayStation. Um, it's never been about like modifying your cars or anything crazy like that. It's about getting cool cars and racing them at a fair race on a track, which appeals to some people. To me, it's frankly boring. Um, what Gran Turismo has that Forza doesn't seem to have right now is a whole litany of brand spanking new cars, some which aren't even slated for release for like the next couple of years. Um, the one that shows up in the trailer a lot is the Mazda RX Vision, which is rumored to be the platform for the new Mazda RX-7, which is just a great sports car that people are waiting for the return of. Happy. Okay. Cars uh, go vroom. Yeah, cars cars go vroom. Cars, cars. Money printer go uh, burr, burr. Burr. Next game. Next game? Are you sure you'll be ready? Next game? All right. Uh, we got... And so, again, this is a weird order. This was actually the last game shown. The sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn, Horizon Hell Forbidden yeah. West. It looks great. Horizon, Horizon Goes West. Here is my issue, and I've talked about this before. It is a stupid issue, but I just want to say this. The first game was called Horizon Zero Dawn. The second game is Horizon 2 Forbidden West. They did this shit with <laughs> Dragon Age Origins, which when you say Origins, that's usually a prequel to the first one. The first one never existed. They went Dragon Age Origins and then Dragon Age 2. Numbering, people. <laughs> it's not just called Horizon Forbidden West? If you look in the name, in the um, the graphic for the name, there's a, there's a Roman numeral 2 in the center. Oh, okay. Yeah, if it didn't have that, I'd been perfectly fine, but I understand why they did it so people later on down the road aren't like, which one came first? Yeah. Was it Zero or West? I I really hope that this game, most of all, because I beat Horizon Zero Dawn, I hope it's a continuation of the story from that game. It looks to be, from everything I've seen and read. The guy, Lance Reddick's character, actually, he, like, uploads Hades, which is the evil AI you beat in the game, to a like pod kind of thing carries it around and he says like our business here isn't finished so you're kind of left with this open-ended like what is he going to use hades for yeah i mean he he was looking pretty damn evil yeah in that trailer he's also the member of a tribe that like worships technology so they like put it in their bodies i mean that's just humans humans put technology in their body all the time yeah we call them dildos yep no. Dildo, if you're brave enough. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I will admit that it looks great. I'm excited. That is, fuck, I forgot to write ex- 
release dates on any of these. Just let me ride the fucking T-Rex dinosaur <laughs> robot thing. That's um, all I want. Do you remember if Horizon was a launch date or was that 2021? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was 2021. I did too. Sorry, I forgot that I, I was on it and then I realized I had moved away from things. So many things. Um... So next up, because I mean, obviously, yeah, great game. Looks great. People love the first one. Uh, I didn't play it, one, because of PlayStation. And two, uh, I was busy playing the other version of Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> uh, they did not confirm the release date. Uh, prediction is 2021. Okay, thank you. I'm trying to just find the page that's like, hey, here's all the release dates and shit. Here we go, everything announced. Um... Okay, whatever. We don't need release dates. We don't need stinking release dates. We really don't. Miles Morales was like the only thing that was confirmed for holiday. This yeah, which is what blew everybody's minds. And also, the moment they announced that, I'm like, this isn't a full game. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just too quick. Too quick for a full game. Uh, next up, Demon Souls, the remaster, the remake from Blue Point, the same guys that remade um, Shadow Colossus. Uh, mm -hmm. Demon Souls is it's the first of all these Souls games. Um, it came out back on PlayStation Three, which thank God they're remaking it because I know for a fact that we're you're not getting backwards compatibility to PlayStation Three on the Five. Uh, <laughs> just because the PlayStation screwed themselves over in the long run with that because the the way that the PlayStation Three works just does not work for other consoles. The hardware it's the, architecture it's the is cell. incredibly different. It was a cell, cell processor. processor? Yeah. yeah. Um, it looks great. I, again, not a Souls fan. Um, I know I actually immediately after seeing the trailer, I messaged our friend Mike. Uh, I'm like, you, you see the, the only hope Souls? PlayStation 5 uh, will have of playing PS3 games on a PlayStation 5 is waiting long enough for someone to jailbreak it and load emulators. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, a week. Um, yeah. Yeah, I immediately messaged our friend Mike, who is a huge Demon Souls, Dark Souls fan, and uh, he's like, you know I'm getting whatever special edition they announced for that thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it looks great. Not my thing. I don't know. Were either of you ever, like, Bloodborne, Dark Souls people? Not really. I remember back when I had a Gamefly subscription, I had rented Dark Souls 2 and tried to play through it. Um, How'd that go? Well, after getting, you know, angry at it because I just didn't know what the hell I was doing or what I was supposed to do, um, I played it with a GameFAQs walkthrough. I made it up to a demon, a boss called the Capra Demon, which is like the first really fast boss you fight. And he just wrecked me so fast without even really time to think about what I was doing or time to like everyone's like oh well you die so you can learn from your mistakes I'm like my mistake was walking into that fucking room <laughs> my mistake was playing my this mistake game. was not not finding an alternate route through the game <laughs> pretty much so I was like this isn't I, I get that some people are into it they want to do the try hard thing and beat dark souls and feel great about it and it's such an accomplishment or whatever like that yeah you gotta do it with a guitar or... no, just, it, it isn't my fucking cup of tea I thought like I thought at least I was going to get a story out of it, but the story is so fucking convoluted, it's not even worth it for me. <laughs> I played 
a little bit of Dark Souls. You played a little bit of Demon right? Souls, and I played Bloodborne a lot on PS4. I actually got halfway through Bloodborne, um, and then I just never finished it. Yeah, Bloodborne I liked aesthetically a lot more than Dark Souls, Demon Souls, but that's well, because because it was prettier. Well, I was gonna say it's also I like the uh, the because it's like a dystopian, not dystopian, but like a demonized England almost. It's like medieval. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, because I feel like the other games are more medieval. This one's more Victorian. Yeah, that's the word. Victorian. Okay. That's the word. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not so much knights. More like those weird doctors with crow faces. All plague doctors. Yeah, 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 yeah. Plague knight. Now available in in, uh, Shovel Knight. Um, So, Eric. Face is bleeding. Be right back. Your face is bleeding. (laughs) My face is bleeding. My anus is bleeding. <laughs> I was thinking that. I just wasn't going to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What was that? Sh- what was that called? Canceled? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. I highly recommend. Let me look it up because I highly recommend watching that thing. Oh, are we? Is that my fan? Yeah, that's my fan. I can tell if I was hearing my fan or Nate's fan or Nate's fan, Dave's <laughs> fan. can't remember the name of it and you can't look canceled movie because then it's like here's a whole bunch of canceled movies <laughs> i really didn't get a good look at the ps5 shell until now and i do see that the disc drive version that disc drive bulges that it side out quite a so bit so bad it's very unsymmetrical <laughs> i didn't even think about it i just typed into google to try and find the video my anus is bleeding and it's like health conditions related to search <laughs> <laughs> Do you require medical Oh my fucking god. Please get off the internet rejected. and dial 911. It's called Don Hertzfeld's Rejected. I highly recommend it. It is back. fucking hilarious. Um, Alright, back to the games. <laughs> no more bleeding anuses. Um. Yeah, I already mentioned this earlier. New Ratchet and Clank game. Um, looks like... I, I actually really, really enjoyed the trailer for this because it was a really cool way of showing off, hey, this yeah. is how the game looks going through and playing in all these different styles. You've got flying mechanics. You've got the one new unique game feature, and I think that's important for a trailer to have. The female character, yes. The one... <laughs> <laughs> Not the Dimension Rifts, no. The no, female no, no. character. No, yeah, there will be dimensional. I haven't rifts. played Ratchet and Clank since the original, so. Really? Yeah. Oh man. And I never beat the original either. I got like. Uh, well, I, I highly through. recommend going if you get a PlayStation again, and if hopefully it's backwards compatible. If you do get it, I highly recommend playing the remake of the original Ratchet and Clank. They uh, adjusted the characters and storyline a little bit better to make it make more sense. Um, in the original one, they were they. It was kind of like they butted heads a lot more, and you were supposed to accept that they were friends. And in the new one, they're like, "Oh no, it makes more sense that these two are friendly." Um, but yeah, it looks great. Uh, the idea of splitting Ratchet and Clank apart. I mean, it's been done before technically because there was a whole Clank game on PSP. That's right. Yep. Everybody loves yep, PSP. Yep. There were two. Oh, I forgot there was a second one. 
Um, but I'm interested to see how that plays out. Uh, I I love the internet immediately fell in love with this new character. Um, it's just she's. I fell in love with you mean Rule Thirty Four the shit out. Well, yeah. regular fan art, none of the the porny kind that I saw. Dave, you find anything? <laughs> no um, comment. No comment. Yeah, she. Too horny, Dale. She basically just looks like a a bluey gray. Um, I can't remember the the species of ratchet. I feel like it starts with an L. Let's find out. He's a lombax. Yeah, I almost said lorax, and no, he's about the trees. Uh, Larigo. Larigo. That's like. It's like a lynx and a wombat mixed, I guess. Okay. Sounds like a lot of Lombax. As always, the gun guns are always the best part of the, those games because they just turn. I want the chicken things. gun. There's a chicken, chicken there's gun. There's a chicken gun. There's also, I think there's a there's a bomb that makes things grow flowers all over them, and it and it can turn enemies into just topiary garden uh, bushes. <laughs> um, I thought that was a cool little addition. Uh, seeing this thing, are either are any of us plan at this point? Are any of us planning on getting a PlayStation Five at launch? Let me say that. No. I don't know if I'm planning on getting it at launch. I don't know if I'm planning on getting either console at launch. I honestly. Well, I, it, to be honest, even with the the Xbox, I would be holding off just because one, they had already made the announcement that there will be no exclusive games to Xbox Series X within the first within the launch year um and also everything is still coming to pc unless they decide to change that which would be crazy um but i don't know there's there's some fun games like of the ps4 exclusives we've covered two out of the three that i've highlighted as i am excited for um this next one is one of is my second most excited for that's the Sackboy a big adventure AKA, yeah, it looks. AKA, it looks like Super Sackboy World. Yeah, I was gonna say AKA. It's it's Mario. It's three uh-huh. D Mario World. Yes, this is the game that you sell to the parents who ask, "Does Mario come on the PlayStation 5? One hundred percent, and it looks great. I, I I all the consoles that all the PlayStation consoles I've had in recent time, I have bought yes. so I can play Little Big Planet. Uh, yes, play... the, this is not a full Little Big Planet game. This is just a Mario. Boy Sack, I mean Sack Boy Adventure. Boy Sack, Boy Sack, a big adventure. <laughs> Boy Sack, a big adventure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's up to four player co op. Uh, I really like the use of assets from, and uh, assets assets and items from the big Little Big Planet series use in different ways in this game uh it doesn't look like they're going to have any kind of creative mode to it it's also not made by media molecule anymore um i don't know if they don't own the rights to sackboy anymore i don't know how that works that might be one of those hey playstation now owns this uh but yeah it looks fun it looks i mean everybody that i've seen doing reactions for it they're like this looks fantastic this is a great way to get this into the hands of kids because uh, most PlayStation games, if you think about their exclusives, they're very mature titles. Um, this is true. 
PlayStation's not been well, I mean, look, the forefront of the family-friendly <laughs> look, yeah, look at the list we've gone through. Spider-Man. Okay, cool. Spider-Man game. But he's beating the shit out of people. Gran Turismo. Kids don't care too much about racing simulators. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Or Horizon. Eh. Demon Souls. No, you know what? No, kids love Demon Souls. <laughs> kids love Demon Souls. Yeah, little Johnny. What if kids love? Demon. Kids love Demon Souls. Especially the part where, you know, they can't get past the very first enemy they encounter. Nate, I would love to see a little, like, elementary school kid beating, getting further in Demon Souls or Dark Souls than you do. They probably would. <laughs> they have more patience than I do. They haven't learned how to be angry yet. <laughs> well, Demon <laughs> Souls will teach them that. Uh, next up was Destruction. They don't have the strength to spike a controller through a computer. <laughs> uh, next up is Destruction All-Stars, which looks like Rocket League meets... It looks like a Rocket League Twisted Metal yeah. Overwatch. Well, and I also just added in not so much Overwatch as uh, Monday Night Combat. Yeah, man. Yeah, it looks cool. I'm interested in seeing it. I'm really disappointed that it's an exclusive. I thought it was a, I thought that one was going to end up being a multi-plat game, but it's only, only PlayStation. Um, another game that I was surprised that it's only PlayStation was Returnal, aka the worst best name for a game announced at this event. <laughs> it's a really funky name. Returnal. Like, Returnal. And. Returnal. It's like it's Resident Evil meets Deathloop. <laughs> well, see, yeah, it's yeah. You crash, you fight, you die. You crash, you fight, you die. You crash, you fight, you die. Crash, and then it's eventually all about you win. Every time you die, you get a little bit further than you were before. Yeah, kind of like Demon Souls. You, yes, you just figure things out. Um. Speaking of Deathloop, I watched a trailer for that. Hey, wait, 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 wait. We're getting down there. We're not down there yet. Go it. We're not down there. We got one last thing. And the Go reason on. why it is important, as dumb as it is, they announced Astro's Playroom, which is a, just a a fun game based off of one of their VR titles from last gen. Um, yes. But news after the event came out said that this is actually coming preloaded on the console. So you technically get a free game with the console. Uh I say technically. Uh, it's like it's kind of like um, Wii Sports. Yes. There's one more exclusive, by the way. What was the other exclusive? Ghostwire Tokyo. That's not exclusive. It is exclusive. No, it's coming to PC. Wow. Oh. Plus, it's Bethesda. No. It's Bethesda game. Tech Radar lied to me. So I don't think it's it's going to be exclusive forever. No, Tech Radar lied to me then. Um. So in that, oh, no. I it will looks say, like first-person Mob Psycho 100. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was thinking either Mob Psycho or Yu Yu Hakusho because there's at one point it looks like he holds out his finger and shoots a gun. Yeah. Um. It's very sure because you're doing like combos with your psychic abilities to sort of break down these supernatural beings. Yeah. It looks less interesting than I ex I wanted it to be. To be honest. Um, it does. The world looks very empty except for the ghosts. The ghosts, spirits. but apparently that's part of the game's story is Tokyo has been sort of taken over by these paranormal beings and the population is pretty much gone. Yeah. Um, and I know you're not as excited as excited anymore because your new waifu isn't part of the team. 
Are you are you actually upset? A little bit. Yeah. I don't remember what led her to leaving. I have a feeling it had to do with people being people. I don't know. She's still active on Twitter, so. Yeah. That's all I can hope for. <laughs> um, Kumi Nakamura, if you happen to ever come by this podcast, <laughs> please marry me. <laughs> I'm sure she would love to. You're, you are a, a wonderful human being. What? Don't lie to that man. <laughs> I, you have to realize that there are parts of my brain that don't let me not laugh at that. <laughs> uh, I'm not trying to be mean, but. <laughs> uh, yeah, so in that that is another thing. Um, many of these games, while say con- they are they're saying console exclusive or whatever, they are also available on PC. Um, and I mean, the only reason I say I will, I draw attention to that is because I mean, most of the games at this point I play, and I think you guys, I don't know as much uh, about you, but most of them are on PC. Mm. So it's to me, there are four consoles. <laughs> I know PC isn't a console, but I'm like, come on, everything fucking goes here. Even PlayStation exclusives are coming here soon. I would love to play older PlayStation exclusives on PC if they ever released them for it. Oh, there's some rumors. You'll hear about them eventually, I'm sure. Uh, so I'm going to run through some of the, the, the multi-platform games, some of which I give no shits about whatsoever. Starting off with one I don't give any shits about is Godfall. Godfall, Godfall. is the first... Godfall does look pretty lame. It looks lame as fuck. It's a new um, Gearbox game, or published Gearbox game. I don't think they actually... I don't think it was a developed It just looks Gearbox. like your standard RPG light hack and slash. Yeah, um... I remember the only memorable thing about Godfall is this was the first game that PlayStation showed off running on a PlayStation 5. Back at the Game Awards, they made a big deal about it. I'm like, it's just Honestly, it reminds me of Rise, Son of Rome. Yeah. Rise, Son of Rome was essentially a tech demo of what the Xbox one was capable of. Well, you know what's bad about that, if you think about it that way, Godfall is an exclusive. It's coming to all consoles. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. Even if it doesn't, like, that's basically what it is, though. It's like a tech demo-style mm-hmm. game that they just made into a full-fledged product. So, but I, I'm not seeing anything special in the gameplay. I'm not seeing anything unique about it. Yeah. It just is a bunch of characters based on, I guess what looks like Greek and Egyptian gods that do melee combat against generic enemies. Alright, so I'm going to run through a lot of this pretty fast because a lot of it's not the most important or we care about too much. Uh, Oddworld Soulstorm, just new Oddworld game, looks better than any Oddworld game that's come before. Weirdly, not exclusive, but hey, whatever. Uh, NBA 2K21, I use this as a bathroom break. Um, The most impressive thing about that trailer is the sweat. Yeah. Very sweaty. Yeah, we say that every year. Sweaty people. Um, Project Athia, which... Fuck, I forgot the developer right now. Um, hold on. Project... Project Athia. Project Athia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Project Athia is being developed by... Oh, Square Enix. It's a Square Enix game. Um, again, not exclusive to PlayStation. Uh, it looks interesting. Um, we got no information. It was like a 30-second teaser trailer. Uh, mm-hmm. 
looked smooth. I'll put it that way. It looked fancy and smooth. <laughs> um, let's see, Solar Ash, which is the next game from the creators of Hyperlight Drifter, which I love that game. It's a very fast-paced kind of 8-bitty or 16-bit looking top-down game. Um, this yeah. basically looks like a step up from that. Still flashy, still got the neon lights everywhere. Uh, still fast-paced action fight platforming kind of thing. Um, goodbye Volcano High. <laughs> For some There's... reason... One, there's some controversy attached to this, but also, for some reason, they PlayStation decided it was a good idea to put a visual novel, what what felt like a visual novel. I'm sure there's a little bit more gameplay because this is actually animated, um, in their stream for PlayStation 5. It's supposed to tackle depression and um, LGBTQA plus stuff, content. And as much as I think people understand that, they wish it wasn't done in this format. With dinosaurs? There's a way to tackle those issues in games that have more than just a narrative. They're more than just a visual novel. I mean, Senua, Hellblade Senua Sacrifice did things like psychosis and anxiety and depression amazingly while still having great gameplay. Yeah. Um, now, I was going to say the the controversy is that one of the lead writers published underage Harry Potter po pornography. Um, <laughs> Which so, honestly, I didn't read just that. to be absolutely 100% frank, as mean as this sounds, I'm not fucking surprised. Because this game looks like somebody's bad furry fanfic. Yeah. Um, again, nothing wrong with furries. Just, you know, do your thing. Um, Jet the Far Shore, which I believe, is that the... My mind's blanking which one this one was. Yeah. It's like a side-scrolly... This one, I can't dead. really understand what it is yet. Um, we Neither can I. We didn't really get enough of it. That You go, you leave the planet, you do all these other things. Um, it's also coming to the Epic Game Store, so I know Dave won't get it. Um, <laughs> it is by Back. Super Brothers, which I believe, if I remember, yeah, they made Sword and Sorcery. Mm-hmm. Which I fucking love, Sword and Sorcery. They, I love their art, their art style. Um, so I might end up giving it a shot. Who knows? Uh, Add it to my wish list now. Um, let's see, where were I? where were I? Uh, oh, this one was a very interesting trailer, and everybody for the longest time watching other people's re reactions thought it was secretly a new Kojima game, um, mm -hmm. Pragmata. Oh, yeah. Which is the one where there's a guy that looks like he's in a, a astronaut suit. It looks like he looks like Isaac for Dead Space. Kinda. He so like, the reason why everybody thought he, they made him think of Lumes, Lumnes, whatever the fuck the the Lumens. Lumens, yeah. Uh, from Kojima Studios. Um, the fun, interesting thing is this is like the first Capcom original IP in a very long time. <laughs> It uh, is. And I'm glad about that because it shows Capcom is finally willing to take a risk on something. Make games. Um, yeah. Or, or make new games. Uh, no, nothing really known. Supposed to do. It really is just a visual, a, a, a cinematic trailer. No, no information beyond that. 
Um, no. There's this girl yeah. that can give him more powerful abilities or some shit. I don't know. Uh, she's like a robot girl. Yeah, a robot girl. And there's a robot cat. Speaking and of she cats... She can, like, fabricate stuff on the fly. Speaking of cats, one of my favorite parts of this whole thing... Oh, uh, I know what you're going to say. The game is just called Stray. We know nothing about it except for humans are gone, it's a world of robots, and you are a cat with a backpack. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> I'm 100% I wouldn't mind it. I, I actually like the way the game looks. It's very cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Um... I like how realistically the cat seems to move through the environment. Yeah. That's super special. And you know what the best part about it is, Nate? You get to play as a cat with a backpack. <laughs> just. I'm excited. If I just made a game, literally just a 2D platform, like no jumping, no nothing, it's just a cat that walks and has a backpack. Chris would play that for hours. No, I wouldn't. You'd have I'm to pretty sure I saw it. that stray game on Reddit. Like years ago and somebody it said was on right this, this is like a student development for a long time project that i've been working on and then sony is like hey hey well, yes, I love you. Come here. Take so this money. well that's the thing <laughs> it, that stray is also not a uh, exclusive stray i believe is if not just pc i believe it's also coming to the, no it, i think right now it's just been announced for pc mm-hmm. as well um yeah, and i'm like cool i like, will hey, immediately buy take that. this money make this game <laughs> um Another, so here are the, the, the next three are the three non-big-name titles or big-name developers that I really was excited for these games in some stupid way. Uh, first of all, I'll do Little Devil Inside, which sadly had, had to apologize for a, a racist enemy design, and they've already said they're changing it. I, yeah, it's you one can't of those, make... Can't, can't do those. Yeah, it's they, they went with like an indigenous tribal people thing, and it's like, nah, you should change that. Everything else looks great, but that is one of those things where it's like, come on. Um, yeah, they should have known better. Yeah. Uh, it looks great, though, uh, aside from that one thing. Um, aside from the little racism. <laughs> it's it's got a like, it's got a interesting style to it. You basically are a monster hunter, almost. Um, and it, I don't know if it's going to build into the story that much, but it looks like you're a monster hunter that somebody else is taking your credit for the credit for your discoveries and your work, because mm-hmm. it keeps cutting between you dealing with bullshit and this rich white old dude doing great, having a great life, taking a shit. Um, <laughs> literally, there's this point in the trailer that he takes a shit. Um, but yeah, they already did come out. Apologize, said they're changing it again should have been something they should have known beforehand. Um, I, who is the developer of this? Developer of Little Devil Inside is... Neostream? Neostream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Neostream. They're a very tiny company. Oh, Soul. Based in Soul? Unless that's not the same thing. Ooh, Soul's up for you. Yeah. Yeah, video games developed in South Korea. Yeah. Um, which, I mean... Uh, no, I don't want to get into that too much, but there's... Race stuff in other countries is as bad and sometimes worse as us. As in the U.S. us. Well, you know, just all Americas. Um, so moving past Little Devil Inside, Kina, Bridge of the Spirits or as I called it, 
before I realized it wasn't an exclusive, I called it the uh, the Sony's answer to Breath of the Wild or Legend of Zelda. Um, <laughs> well, it reminds me more of um, Cameo. That really shitty rare game? game. Well, it was an Xbox game. It was oh. like it's Cameo or like Beyond Good and Evil. Reminds me of those. Yeah, 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 the the first Xbox 360 games, they were all kind of bad. Did we lose? Well, Dave? it's just a it's a straight up action adventure title. Dave, what? I'm oh. here. I'm just not not excited about PlayStation. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I heard a. Well, these are not just PlayStation games. These are coming to other consoles. Um, but now most, huh? Most of the ones we've talked about are PlayStation. Nah, man. I got this. No, most of the ones we one, talked two, three, about are not PlayStation. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine of the. 16 plus 9. Real quick, Dave. 25. I don't know if that's right, but if it is that many that's games, right. <laughs> only 9 of them are PlayStation exclusives. Everything else was multi platform. Multi platform. Um, yeah, Kina, it looks like I said, to, to me, it felt very Zelda y. Except you get actually playing. Basically, you're actually playing a Zelda instead of Link. Um, and you get little tiny furry Pikmin things. Yeah, I like that idea, and I want a plush of them so much. The moment I saw them on screen, I'm like, give, give. Uh, they're adorable. They kind of make me think of those far spirit things that you fight in um, Castle Crashers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kino looks fun. Uh, I know I got one more and I think I'll hit three games that Dave is actually excited about or would play uh, this one I don't know about you guys but I am ready to go all in on bug snacks absolutely not <laughs> Dave are you not excited for bug snacks I don't care it's like Pokemon, but you eat the Pokemon and the Pokemon are fruits and vegetables and sandwiches and, and hot dogs and because hot dog is in a sandwich um <laughs> and then they can form together at night and they eat you i don't know it looks weird it's very odd but i want to play it i don't know why it just looks well, so it's stupid. developed by the same people who developed dr dad so. oh yeah that was the other super important part everybody loved dr dad so i mean how can you not trust them to make another good game all right dave here, I'll move on to something that I know you will be at least semi-excited for. Resident Evil 8, a.k.a. Village. Oh, yeah. I'll play this shit out of it. Yeah. So the thing about Resident Evil 8, after watching the entire trailer, I realized you're still playing as Ethan from Resident Evil 7. Yep. The story is continuing. And also, and Chris shows what up the fuck is wrong with Redfield? And he's like, why you do this? He, he's not Chris looking too like, good. Because I can. Because I merc people for fun. Dave, you think that's going to be a, a day one pickup for you? Well, a thousand percent, a thousand percent, a thousand pointed the original. Uh, <laughs> a thousand percent, hundred percent of this game, ten times. Seven <laughs> on Xbox One. I played most of the DLC, but I did not complete it. Um, I endure, I enjoyed it thoroughly. It is a big time change of pace. I even not only beat the game, which took you know eight, nine, ten hours. I went back, beat it on the hard mode, 
And then which beat it on fucking Madhouse. Which, and then I beat it on Madhouse, yeah, which is fucking Madhouse, which is like if an enemy breathes you get, on you, you you're fucking two times dead. You're dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking, I could, I could only complete the game once. After one, after I did it one time, I was done. I can't play it at all. I watch it. I've watched the entirety of the game. I've also I'm watched. I'm probably gonna go back and run. play some of the older Resident Evil games. Some of the over-the-shoulder, more actiony stuff that doesn't make me pee myself. Huh. Well, have you? Did you play through um, three, the remake of no, three? No, I didn't play through the remake. I don't have the remake of two or three. Yeah, um, I've heard great things about both. Obviously, three is not as good as two, but three is also like almost an afterthought compared to two. Yes, Even I'll probably the play the remake of two, but that whole thing of you know Mr. X, the tyrant, basically chasing you around most of the game—that that is what turned me off to it the most. <laughs> I don't want to play a game where I'm just cons that was actually the worst part of Resident Evil 7 for me is when Jack is chasing you around the house consistently oh yeah I do not want that kind of pressure when I'm playing a survival horror game because that means I don't even have time to really explore or think about where I'm going or what I'm doing I have to have nah, that all I, I want that pressure give yeah. it to me <laughs> well you wanted it after you beat the game because you knew exactly what to do the first time it happens it's like Oh fuck! Oh shit! Oh god! What do, what am I supposed to do? And I I remember watching gameplay like first time people playing this game in Resident Evil Seven where they were just standing in the house shooting Zach shooting Jack because they thought it was a boss fight and they used up all their ammo. Oh, you know what? And then I they get to the next about... part of the game and they have nothing to use. Just... Yeah, that you you literally spend a day playing the game. You figure out what not to do, and then as you start to basically figure out procedurally what you're supposed to do, where you're supposed to go. The game doesn't hold your hand. It's like very obtuse in the presentation. You have to kind of figure it out yourself. Yeah. It's just, uh, in this case, a lot of people had to restart the game. So I will say, I realize there's one downside to how you guys watched all this content. Um, because <laughs> at, at, after that, by the time you guys saw it, it had already been out. The news had been everywhere. You clicked on specific trailers or highlight videos or whatever. Uh, for people that were watching it live, we we didn't know right off the bat it was Resident Evil. It felt very much like it could have been multiple other things. A lot of people were like, "Is this fucking Silent Hill? Are they about to drop Silent Hill?" Um, I don't know. When I saw the trailer, because I didn't, I watched this all in a, in a supercut. Like I didn't watch it yeah. as individual trailers. When I first saw it, I knew it was Resident Evil. When I first saw it, all right. Um, and that's because if you look at things like the textures, the lighting, the graphics overall, it looks very much like Resident Evil 7. <coughs> it is extremely uncanny. Also, for some reason, werewolves are in it. Cool. <laughs> well, yeah, the werewolf, werewolf, -like werewolf creatures. reveal at the end was pretty cool. Um, so we got I mean, two more. I wouldn't put it past Resident Evil at this point. They've had all kinds of funky-ass monsters in their games. Yeah. Um, we got two more, and I'm going to save my favorite for last. Uh, but one of my favorite parts of this whole thing was the announcement of Hitman 3, the final in the final game in the newer trilogy. Um, didn't get much out of it, but I don't really need to. It's going to be more Hitman. It's going to be fucking awesome. Now he, does, now he doesn't have the backing of a whole uh, company or whatever, because that kind of, that's a whole thing. Highly recommend playing through 1 and 2. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I'm, I'm ready to get my kill on again. Speaking yeah, of it's, which. It's Hitman, but he's like out on his own. Yeah. 
which is interesting. I, I'm gonna. It's. I want to know if they're gonna play with that at all, or if it's still gonna just be. It's gonna be like, oh, the story's like that, but you still have access to all of your normal arsenal. Um, and it sounds like he's gonna die. Yeah, he died in the last series. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he fake died in the last. Agent Forty Seven has quote unquote died several times already. <laughs> And beyond that, I, I just want to see how creative they can get with the ways to take out your targets. That's what I remember from Absolution the most, is how it's so many fun. ways there were to kill a target. Yeah. Um, so yeah, super excited for that. Uh, that obviously is coming to everything. I will. That is a day one purchase for me. Uh, I'm mad that I waited so long to buy one and two. Um, I actually need to get back to playing through two. I never finished that on stream or anything. Uh, but saving the best and like I'm talking I was freaking out in my chair with how happy I was for this game and showing off the gameplay fucking Deathloop please tell me both of you had like a silent orgasm or a loud orgasm while watching these trailers <laughs> I saw Deathloop and it looks really really good I like that a lot of the traversal abilities and things like that are taken straight from Dishonored. Yeah. Basically just Maybe not straight from, but again. they're heavily influenced. Yeah, they are. The new, like their version of a blink again. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, um, it looks like the game is focused on being far more lethal than Dishonored was. Like there is no real non-lethal route to take through the game. Yeah, I like the idea of because when they originally introduced it, all we really knew that all we knew who appeared in this death loop were the two different assassins. Um, we didn't know that this is an entire island that is put in this death loop, and their only goal is basically to take you out. Yeah. So, Apparently, because this guy cannot experience permanent death. Well, none of them can. The, the entire island, or the entire, the entire yeah. Island. So if you look at when he kills people, they disappear. They disappear mm -hmm. because they also go into their own death loop. Gotcha. Um, well, it seems like his whole thing is because he's been stuck there for so long is to escape his death loop. Yeah. Uh, and I'm To find a way to permanently die. In the way that they showed it off, it really seems like instead of it being you jumping between both of them on chapters, it seems like it might be kind of like Dishonored 2 where you got to play as Corvo or Emily. You will play mm -hmm. as one or the other. I, I can't remember either of their character yeah. names right now. Well, um, the great thing, though, is that these characters are at least initially opposed to one another. Yeah. So the female character is the protector of the island, and she is tasked with hunting this guy down if he gets too far. Um, and apparently she succeeded at that several times. There's like a line in the trailer where she says, I don't like watching you. She says, I like killing you. I like watching you die, but not killing you or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I am super excited for this game. Uh, I will... When this comes out, I will take probably the weekend off <laughs> just to play through the entire thing, because that's how I have done it with both Dishonored games. I am excited. And to be fair, it's, like you said, heavily influenced by Dishonored. But it is definitely its own thing. Mm -hmm. The death loops look really interesting. I'm excited to see how uh, how they're gonna pull it off. And then just that last little glimpse at the end of the trailer really got me psyched when you get to see her perspective. Obviously, her perspective of the same actions that are happening. Yeah. So there are some probably some asymmetrical multiplayer things happening there as well. That'd be interesting if they ended up doing it in something like that. Yeah. 
It could even just be a random drop-in thing, like someone could go into a matchmaking as a and female invade. character and invade somebody's game. Yeah, I'm curious to see what they pull off, and I'm excited no matter what. what the, my expectations are low because it's a new uh, uh, director, but I'm still excited. I just want it now. We won't get it until the end of the year. Um, I'll yeah. be buying it on PC because I believe. Let me double check. Yeah, it's, it sounds like it is a timed console exclusive, which is always fucking annoying, um, especially with the uh, Bethesda game. I just put it on fucking everything. Um, <laughs> I, I'll just buy it on PC though, because why buy it on a console? So yeah, that is all the main news from PlayStation 5. Like I said, we don't have a release date, we don't have a pricing, we have some interesting games, we have some games that I'm more excited about that are just coming to other things. Uh, what Do you, do either of you have something that you were most excited about? Now, for me, it was just, it's probably always going to be Horizon. It's not a brand new IP, but it is the it's the idea, it's the continuation of a story that I was heavily invested in at one point. I almost went through the whole DLC that was attached to Horizon Zero Dawn as well. I just kind of yeah, it phased out under the weight of other games I was playing. Um, but I thoroughly, everything about that game I enjoyed. There was never a part of that game where I was disappointed by something. Yeah. What about you, um, Dave? Um, as far as this specific games I'm excited about. Um, Deathloop is definitely on probably number one or number two on the list. Sackboy uh, Adventure game looks looks pretty exciting too. Mm -hmm. um, I think I I would play that. It looks like something I would play. Yeah. But I don't see myself investing in PlayStation. I never have. I always have a hard time seeing it. Yeah. Oh, believe me, I understand that. Uh, the last thing I will I want to bring up... It's such a cost fallacy, but I have so much invested in my Xbox account, I just can't afford yeah to purchase another console um so the, the last little bit of news i want to bring up so today there were three other live streams there was a gorilla collective day one uh future the game show and the pc game show all were today um cool little news and showing off new content for all those uh dave i highly recommend checking out the gorilla collective stuff because there's a couple of new card games in there um one of them is called Cardiclism, a procedurally generated collectible card game that mixes in action RPG elements. I don't care about anything right now. I'm waiting for Griffland. I know. It was supposed to be out, to be out <laughs> two days ago. It's going to be out two days. Um, but there's a, there were like three or four different card games that were announced during that. So I highly Griffland. recommend it. <laughs> um, but to me, the biggest announcements for me personally, uh, Torchlight 3 is out now on Steam in early access. Um, and out today is Persona 4 Golden on Steam. So if you ever want to play the Persona game, one of the Persona games, it is available on Steam now. Uh, hmm. Oh, the only other thing, uh, the new game Twin Mirror from Don't Nod. Because uh, those are the... Those are the guys who made Life is Strange. Yeah. Uh, no longer an episodic game. They are dropping it. It is going to be a full game. It is not going to be an episodic game anymore. Yep. Uh, yeah, but that's about it. Anything else we want to talk about before we wrap up? Because I gotta go. I gotta go eat. Because Kim's gonna be mad at me if I stay on here too long. I think we covered everything. All right. Well, I'm gonna go eat some chicken katsu curry. 
<laughs> you can go and follow us on all the social media. Just search Space Time Taco. Uh, definitely, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We need to get the got pump those numbers. Got pump those numbers up. What's the we line? We need a hundred. Well, yeah, I think it's a hundred. Um, we're like uh, just over a quarter of the way there. Hi. <laughs> tell everybody. To our YouTube. Tell your mom. Tell your kids. Just make accounts for kids and just put them on there. Make eighteen. No, don't make eighteen accounts because then it looks like it's uh, bots. Don't bot us. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Go and start playing video King games. Of Staten Island. Oh yeah, watch King of Staten Island. We're probably gonna do that tonight. Go inside and play video games. Peace! And Nate still has nothing. <laughs> I love that I just make that part of the thing every time, too. What's up, stream?